we have begun recording. Michelle, take it away when you are ready. I'm always ready. I've never not been ready. Hello, everyone. I'm Michelle Perez. As always, my buddy Jake, absent buddy Ruben, and of course, Eliza Gager. Uh, I'm not a buddy? What the fuck? Well, no, no, no you're, you're a long, you're a long it's time It's an honor. And, it's a position of honor. I, uh, you're like, uh, you know, a working and known human. Me and Ruben, scumbags. You see, all right, Eliza, for anyone that served in the military that is listening to this, you can recognize, you know, we, me, it doesn't mean you're any less of a friend, but we came up through different posting wars. Our posting wars define us as posters across time. Uh, of course, we posted on a webcomic uh, forum. You posted on something awful. Uh, you were a goon. It's, it's not even, they're not even comparable in terms of, uh, I guess, scope and action. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, in some ways, uh, their effects on the world. Uh, I think one of the people killed in Benghazi was a uh, goon. Uh, you don't yep. get that with Penny Arcade people. So, yeah, I don't think we have that far of a reach. You had, no, like, and, and that that is why the uh, the goons really looked down on all of the other the other forum denizens. We really looked down on Ebom's World and um, Albino Black Sheep, Penny Arcade. We thought you guys were losers. Well, yeah, we like... we have had a lot of people enter video games. In my case, uh, comic publishing, uh, but. At the same time, uh, there are internists and problems within that board and uh, mentalities against the mods, as all formed denizens have uh, formed a very, very hate-the-mods sort of atmosphere with any mod ship. There, there, there are few loved mods. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, that's, that's, the, that's the buddies thing. That is, that is literally my... my my clinical view of it. We, we, we are buddies. Yes. We're all friends. However, that is how I pathologize my buddies from the posting war. And speaking of unique form relationships, uh, relative to a shared interest, one of the most deeply interesting and Coen brothers esque of, uh, things i've i've come come to look at once again uh eliza uh diy medicine is on everyone's minds Mm -hmm. uh right now there there are shortages of fucking uh god uh, for folks that uh, have diabetes so help me insulin insulin there are people god but i'll help People, people are producing what they can in the safest amounts they can, uh, all the way to trans people with their DIY HRT that all, oftentimes comes under fire and has a sort of mimetic quality uh, that we've seen. Uh, I think 
we're a little unstuck in time, but uh, I guess if this is coming to you currently, you may have noticed this happen about a month ago. Uh, <laughs> and for whatever reason, people don't feel as though their needs are being met. Uh, and this extends to all things, not just, uh, you know, clinical use drugs that uh, prolong life or uh, improve quality of life. Sometimes that's recreational drugs. And I'm using air quotes for recreational drugs here because this goes into some fucking new territory for me. Uh, Eliza, uh, please let loose the juice. Uh, thank you for, for that intro. Um, so, you know, a, a little background about something awful. I have been a goon since 2006, probably, which um, for the really old schoolers was not a respectable reg date. Reg date is considered a, a ranking system on something awful. Uh, 2006, when I signed up, was, you know, bullshit. Now I think it's fairly respectable. Um, I still have an account. I have an active account. I've never been probated or banned or anything. Um, and that's because I just didn't post much. I am not a person that you ever would have heard of on something awful. Uh, I did get some posting, uh, notoriety, but that was from a splinter forum from something awful's, uh, laissez faire sub forum, which was closed by Lotax under the pretext that he received a visit from the Secret Service after somebody posted a thread saying, I believe the title of the thread was verbatim, I am going to kill Barack Hussein Obama, President of the United States, and then went into details about using like a surface to air missile or something like that to take out Air Force One. I'm this is off the top of my head. If I'm inaccurate about this, I'm sure some goon will correct me. It turned out later that the Secret, Secret Service visit, which became infamous, was probably entirely made up by uh rich low tax Kianka. So um, laissez-faire was closed there. It split off into two splinter forums. One of them is still active. It is called the rhizome rhizone. Yeah. Um, that's the, the evil one. And the good one is a forum that is unnamed. Uh, we're not supposed to talk about it. I'm actually breaking a rule right now, but we definitely don't say its name. And I don't know if it's still active because I don't post there anymore. But once I was posting there, I started getting, getting into activism that was during Occupy. So that was the first few times I got tear gassed and, you know, every successful on the ground activist has 10 people supporting them, sending them material support. We had people sending us stuff from wish lists. We had people sending us, and these were all goons. We're, you know, materially right. supporting activism in Oakland through sending us gas masks, doing research for us. Um, it's when I started doing street medicing. So you know, uh, the interesting thing about Something Awful is that there are a lot of good endings for Something Awful goons. Um, there's something about the place that it's just a good balance of Wild West, old school internet shit. And I got to say it, decent moderation. There's something mm. about the infrastructure that mm. can sometimes come up with some good shit. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is not the good Indians uh, podcast. This is uh, no. for, for goon this experiments. Is, I mean, just just for a brief aside beforehand, like I, some of this stuff veers into almost urban legend territory. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. Like, some sort of rope swing of death. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the Snopes is on that. Uh, Are you talking about the goon zip line? The goon zip line, yeah. Yeah, yes. Michelle's talking about, uh, I think, various... Does that various have a body other... count? No, as far as I know, it was never okay. used, not even to test. I mean, we could do a whole episode on the right. goon zip line. The goon yes. zip line's a little more difficult to work on because the original post or the original thread was completely purged so to, to do an episode on that which i would love to do because it was certainly diy uh yeah. it, was, it was it was goons doing it, was... it for themselves um i would have to do some research and see if anybody has a has an archive because the original thread is is nuked and the best rec- record we have of it was everything that was ported over into the hell dump thread making fun of it i might actually mm-hmm. it might have it might have been fiat i can't remember but uh, yeah, today we are talking about one of the worst goon projects ever, which uh, many of those experiments took place in a sub forum of something awful called TCC, a.k.a. the Crackhead Clubhouse, <laughs> uh, which is where something awful quarantined their drug users. So the Crackhead Clubhouse was ostensibly a forum about, quote unquote, harm reduction where responsible drug users could share information it's always based in harm reduction (laughs) about uh uh, the the use and uh even acquiring of of drugs of various levels of uh legality um with the intent of harm reduction and uh often they did not succeed as as is often the case with with drug forums so yeah just imagine every guy you've ever talked to at a party that you didn't know that was clearly clearly wanted to do more drugs than were were going on at the party my my all of those types of dudes posting in the same forum my my nearest point of reference is a just anecdotally here a a a subset of tumblr users that use the harm reduction model as it related to suicide attempts and self-harm Mm. Oh, sure. Boy, uh, howdy. I, you, you have never read anything as surreal as people trying to talk out how to safely attempt to botch a suicide attempt. That's right. how big our fucking world is. Uh, but also as how in, small it is. They wanted to make a suicidal gesture but not succeed? Is that what I'm... How to not basically... Wound yourself deeply enough to, like, not actually die. That might be harm reduction in a different sense. Oh, so so they didn't want to die, but they wanted to almost die. Is that... I... As I read it, in the context with within which... Within to summarize, which they yeah. Were, they were operating, yeah. It, it seemed very tenuous. Tom Martin's talking about the best ways in which to self-mutilate is what you're saying? Yeah, and I don't mean uh, that in a sensational oh. sense. I mean, no, no. like, those were subcultures that would spontaneously uh, basically explode uh, on Tumblr. Not just the horny. Everyone loves talking about the horny, but the self-help and uh, self-medication uh outpouring on Tumblr was a massive part of its oh, notoriety. Sure. Well, the uh, common oh, yeah. there is simply just c- c- communalism, right? Like, yeah. like these are these are commu- these are not like Twitter, where it's kind of this open landscape. I mean, I don't know a lot about Tumblr, but it was very self-selective to some degree. So you ended up with yeah. groups of self-selecting people 
that would all come together for the common interest and, and the discussions that come out of that. And that's where, you know, stuff like the TCC forum comes from. Right. It's not, it's not just, Hey, we're all talking about the same TV show. It's like, Hey, we're all deeply into <laughs> frankly stuff that um, you can't read a lot of like actual scientific literature about and stuff. It's, These people are doing science fiction to themselves. Yeah, a little bit, little bit. yeah, a little bit. Especially not at the time. I this this right. this. I think this thread took place in two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. um, I think yes, it started yeah. started in October two thousand nine, um, and certainly, I mean, I think there were you could access some scientific literature at that point, but it was not as easy. I don't think we we quite had the infrastructure that we have now of PubMed plus sure, no. SciHub. You know, have to be like in a college database or something. Exactly. You, you, yeah. need, you need JSTOR access. Um, and the, I mean, w when you're talking about a drugs forum, you're talking about people who are high and stoned. And these people are not great at doing that kind of fiddly nerd research. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, where, where to start? Like, I, I'm, right. kind of a, I'm kind of a culture vulture when it comes to something awful because I was never a participant in any of this stuff. But because I have an archives account, sure, you, you need a you need a special upgrade on your account to be able to even see this stuff because it's old. I have That's an archives really account because it was given to me as a birthday present by a boyfriend I had who was also a, a goon. Um, <laughs> so thank you to to that guy, uh, known known as Ghost Bong Weed of the Samurai on Tumblr. <laughs> I love that. that I mean, we, why can't we all go back to that? I'm so tired of having to use real names in social media. Yeah. Like just want to be a weed samurai again. I mean, that's our lot in life, really. Uh, I do think the, uh, the place to start though, is just the idea of what these goons were doing is yeah, like, legally ordering drugs. Like, yeah. imagine, were imagine, not yet deemed illegal in the United yeah, States. Yeah, imagine, imagine in your mind, if you close your eyes, just uh, the opening of uh, Goodfellas, where Ray Liotta is being walked around in that very famous tracking shot. But instead, it's uh, like a bunch of foreigners uh, with their requisite names, like Tommy, I don't know, Three Balls, etc. And uh, yeah, like where does it all start? Where do they start handing out? Uh, mind-destroying substances right so the yeah well oh the the title of the thread crackhead clubhouse finazepam any experiences parentheses no vendor discussion mm -hmm. forums user <laughs> forums user oh no not me all one word posts september 21st 2009 at 12 59 p.m i have a load of finazepam a Russian benzo, legal in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., and everywhere else, excluding Norway, apparently. It is cheap, available online, and reportedly very potent, but you can only buy it as a pure powder. It has a 60-hour half-life, and stories abound of people getting fucked up week-long blackouts by trying to, quote, eyeball a one-milligram dose, which is about the size of a small grain of sand. Easy to mess up. I've always been a big Benzo fan myself and an addict on and off for years. I'm just curious as to whether anyone else has tried it in, quote, normal or recreational doses. So that's the first post. Yeah, that is that is our opening salvo. That is our uh, setting the scene. Right. Dear God in heaven. 
Uh, discussion continues from there. You know, um, some some people start showing up who are going to become big names later, particularly Brew Cocky. Brew Cocky is a uh, is is someone to pay attention to because he he has an arc uh, within the within the thread. Um, user some pig all caps quickly nicknames it da juice yeah <laughs> so that's so that's where we get to yeah the name of the episode and the name of what we'll probably just be calling it for the rest of the episode uh yeah. as nice as finazepam is to say finazepam <laughs> yeah I, I, it's so funny to me that it gets called that because it's in no way like it's a powder ostensibly um but it's so wild that they call it. The, oh yeah, to clarify to listeners, by the way, the juice is J O O S E. Yeah. Um, like like a sort of bad alcoholic energy beverage you would see at the gas station. Or and I th- I think that is because to do any sort of uh, dosing that is not just shooting your six guns in the air you need right. to you need to dissolve a measured amount into a measured volume of liquid probably a very tiny amount yeah so most of them are using vodka Everclear. uh later in the thread they start using acetone <laughs> oh my god um yeah and and then once it's turned into a solution uh a solute you can uh you can dose it much more easily so um I don't think water works. I don't think it's water soluble. I think you have to use an alcohol. Yeah, it would probably. One, or one... polypropylene gly- or propylene glycol also yeah. works, which is completely so, edible. One factoid that I took from your your Twitter thread about the subject is someone replying um, to set the stage a little bit more. It should be noted that a normal dose of finazepam is smaller than a pinhead, takes roughly six hours to kick in. And can last from sixty hours to a month, depending on how much you take. <laughs> sixty hours to a month. Yes, and this is uh, this is user uh, Gabbergool on Twitter, who I can confirm knows his drug shit. Uh, he, Very he, cool. Very cool. He, since then, I mean, this this thread I made in two thousand eighteen, but since then, I've gotten to know him a little better, and. Yeah, he's uh he he knows exactly what he's talking about, and this is confirmed throughout the thread. It is in fact like a, a standard dose for finazepam before you get into nightmare mode is like 0.5 to one milligram. Which right. if, you've, if you've ever fucked around with a gram scale, you know how small that is. It's incredibly small. And one thing to to kind of get into too is like I don't have a ton of um, medical or otherwise experience with with benzodiazepines. Um, these, this is getting prescribed medically in Russia to people who have basically just general anxiety disorders, it seems. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, a a lot of these seems drugs. kind of wild. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I mean, well, that's what benzos are like. It's Which is fair, yeah. That's what they you... were commonly used for, like, God, what, 50s, 60s? Sedations, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're still used for that. It's actually a lot harder to get them now even for people who, who need them. Sure. Um, they are extremely beneficial. It, it is completely possible to use benzos responsibly. It is completely possible to use any drug responsibly. Um, no one in this thread manages to do it, I don't think. Uh, yeah, this is very much do the opposite of what these people do. And part of it is that they're having to do their own compounding. So, But, um, you know, one of the things I found out when I was uh, looking up the background on finazepam is that it was responsible for at least one plane crash. 
um crosshair flight 498 from zurich to dresden crashed two minutes after takeoff in the swiss municipality of niederhausley on 10 january 2000 seven passengers three crew members uh was a twin turbo pop turboprop uh they all died and they found in the pocket of the um of the pilot yeah i'd imagine pavel grusins they found finazepam in a, a foil blister pack in his pocket and he and they holy found it they found shit. it in his bloodstream holy shit and this is a blackout benzo any benzo can be a blackout benzo if you take enough of it but it's really easy to do with finazepam due to the as previously yeah yeah so this is serious shit and before we recorded this episode i did a little research finazepam is still not scheduled in the united states it is still legal to in most states to uh buy and and use at home and it's just not recognized at all by the fda um under some states it has been illegalized uh for example in louisiana where there was a uh there was a finazepam problem in louisiana briefly um since 2012 louisiana has classified finazepam as a controlled dangerous substance i'm quoting from wikipedia here this ban sure, affects sure. several products some of which were sold at retail stores under the guise of air freshener oh or God. similar containing finazepam yet claiming not to be for human use that's the hustle right there this legislation was introduced after one such product branded as zanny and marketed as an air freshener <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck you know it's, i'm sorry that got whoever whoever got away with that i can't help but respect it's a great it's a great hustle it rules marketed as an air freshener rapidly gained publicity as the subject of numerous media reports attracting the attention of officials citation needed the ensuing investigation effort led by senator fred mills and louisiana poison center director mark ryan positively identified the active ingredient of zanny as finazepam According to Ryan, chemical analysis identified the active ingredient as 100% finazepam. Mm, <laughs> my God. Now, so, yeah, that's insane. So, I got to try these gas station drugs more often. It's only illegal in a few states. You, I think Washington, you can still get it. I would never fuck with it. I would never. Oh, touch yeah, it. no. It's. Um, you know, and I'm not a drug person. I, I was completely not touching any substances whatsoever until I was probably about, you know, 25 and, and realized that I needed to really get into medication in order to try to treat uh, my symptoms syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I started to, to sort of start researching uh, research chemicals and, and, and the big, beautiful world of DIY medication. Um, it's, it's very funny to me that it basically just gets outlawed in the places where it becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like otherwise, you have to imagine there was more than a few police incidents in Louisiana involving it that led to it being outlawed, right? It's interesting you should say that because someone does pop into the thread a little farther down and says, hey, I was a drug cop in Louisiana. Let me tell you some stories. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So that is someone who... In this, uh, in the dissection of this thread, I guess, yeah, reached out to you, Eliza, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Um, I, I'm so glad he didn't delete them. And I think I made, I think I, 
yeah i, I have it the on, little threader up here, i put yeah. it on threader yeah i archived it so it's not a lot of stories i wish he had told us more actually um oh my link isn't loading come on buddy there we go yeah it's not loading oh. I, I i wonder if somebody i wonder if somebody took it down in the meantime um, I have it up if you want to, if I can, I can read from it. Okay. Yeah. Um, just for what, posterity's sake. So what's, this what's dude, your favorite? Yeah. This dude is on here as a uh, Kendrick Lobstar. Um, <laughs> He's a big poster, is, isn't he? Doesn't he have I, like, I think so. Yeah. It seems like a hundred thousand followers or something. Quite a few followers, you know, like in, in the leftist Twitter circle, which is cool. But yeah. The first one is uh, the guy replying who, to, to Eliza's threat. So this, this person was the cop in Louisiana, drug cop in Louisiana who, had firsthand experience with basically why Louisiana ended up outlawing this stuff. <laughs> so first story is, I rolled up to a house around midnight and a guy was zonked out of his mind on a riding mower, completely <laughs> naked, trying to drive at full speed through his neighbor's front door <laughs> to use their toaster for the bagged loaf of bread he was carrying. He claimed he took, in quotes, <laughs> like a spoonful. <laughs> Which... Uh, as we have established, oh, is probably yeah. like a hundred milligrams. Yeah, probably so. like like a thousand regular doses. Yeah, um, <laughs> insane. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty wild. He he later said uh, in South Korea and Russian vacation kitties. So I guess it sounds like he may have been in the military at some point. Yeah, I think Russian he vacation there. kitties used to bring fifty tab packs and dilute them in vodka, which is. What you mm -hmm. mentioned, Eliza. Mm -hmm. Then they try to fight each other or climb walls, <laughs> literally, and almost surely get beat to death by South Korean National Police's five-foot wooden poles, only to do it again the next weekend. See, that's the thing about Phenazepam is that you don't fucking remember what happened. Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> that's 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 the big the the big quote about it. This one of the the the, the amazing things about this thread and Phenazepam and in in the the TCC thread is that it was the origin of so many legendary drug stories that have sort of lived on in the popular imagination. And one of them is this quote that defines what phenazepam is that everyone remembers. And this is something that gets quoted on, you know, goons.txt and all that. Um, here it is. As for effects, I have no idea, lol. It's like the ocarina from Zelda, and it teleports you to the hospital. <laughs> oh my god! That is uh, <laughs> that's that's a that's a deadly song to play on the ocarina. Um, I I actually loved like as far as like summarizing it too, because one of the heroes of this thread, I don't know if heroes is the right term. One of the one of the main people in the thread. There are main is, characters. Uh, main characters, yeah, is is a poster named Cascading Style Sheet, mm -hmm. and uh, there's something about took my first dose on Friday. Now it's suddenly Monday. The rest of his posts, I'm not even going to try to read because it's very it's very haggard. But after the post, someone quotes tweets it. It says, "It's not Monday anywhere in the world right now." <laughs> 
it's so there's so much good writing not, that comes you're out so of it. out of it right now. it just beautiful turns of phrase you know i the, the, the kinds so of the kind of posting where you read this once and it's a phrase yeah. that stays with you for the rest of your life i, just I imagine yeah. i wasn't even there i wasn't there for this thread and i right. still think to myself it's not monday anywhere in the world right now css as yeah. as as a drugs thing you know I'm just imagining this person like literally checking the time zones and making sure and being like, oh, no, this guy's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> not to, not oh, to bring no. it back to uh, not to bring it back to Goodfellas, but in this instance, cast cascading style sheet. The more I read of this is. Uh, is easily Joe Pesci from that film. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Finazepam binges are not cool. And I'm beginning to dislike it generally. When it takes 30 minute row, write a simple sentence for some reason. <laughs> While I was writing that sentence, I was thinking about the Chirac, our tear, if of American father of a teenage girl, or Benjamin's <laughs> pants. I I think I also just had a hallucination of Will Burroughs, Ib, NY bathroom. <laughs> like, this is just he's just saying that like this the, he's he's literally posting through it just joe Pesci, he's having like, a getting so exceedingly angry he's just getting exceedingly angry and it's like oh so you think i'm uh america father of a th girl uh wear benjamin's pants and <laughs> just blood is running down his tear ducts yeah uh, um he's his cascading style sheet is sort of the not straight man is is there is there a narrative term for a, would... a person to whom the plot happens and and changes and like sort of demonstrates the damage of of an event over time because he's not really the protagonist he's not driving the action he's sort of he's sort of an every man or at worst maybe like a character actor that gets four scenes mm. yeah he seems mm -hmm. to be one of the first people to actually um provide his own feedback too yes he's very like, he's very naive he's a signal um, to all the other people in that thread right as to what they're in for yes he and he's just sort of a normal dickhead like he's not a he's not a good poster he's not smart or funny or anything so he's a good like litmus goon for the the effects of of the actions in the thread and he he, he, he provides a very interesting arc because his first posts are you know, there's there's a lot of discussion early in the thread. Well, how are we going to take finazepam? How are we going to dose it? Because just eating the powder will fuck you. So yeah. so we have to make a solution, but then the solution will oxidize and go bad if you're not careful. And liquid dosing is sort of a pain in the ass. So a lot of the goons make blotter. They, you know, are liquid droppering onto blotter tabs and then taking it that way. So early in the thread, Cascading Style Sheet orders blotter paper from online with Che Guevara on it. Oh my god. <laughs> That's pretty fucking great. And uh, he, uh, he has a little post where he dithers and worries, and this is before he actually starts taking it, because there's a lot of lead up and preamble as people wait for their drugs to arrive from the online vendor who's called CompoSynth. And by this point, CompoSynth is far out of business, so we don't have to worry about, you know, spreading their name around. Right. So we, everybody's waiting for their drugs to arrive and talking about how to dose it. Cascading Style Sheet is very concerned about the toxic effects of eating inkjet ink. 
He's terrified. What if, oh my the God. Paper, what if the paper that I'm putting my Soviet research benzo on poisons me, you guys? Oh my God, that owns. What do I do? Um, <laughs> I've always thought about ink poisoning when I'm, I'm tr- in the middle of a drug there's, trip. There's, there's, a, there's a Mads Mikkelsen film currently out that I need to see called Another Round, where... These guys basically agree to do a social experiment within their friend group about just uh, becoming alcoholics. And uh. I kind of immediately relate that uh, to this in the sense that uh, the the film, the social experimenting itself is posting through it. The cascading style sheet uh, posting through it is so incredible in scope thus far as a relatable part of it insofar as uh it's it feels less like like a pose that's being adapted but here are the hours in which you know this sort of fucking up and slurring of text speech is gonna happen uh-huh that, right well he, he got out of the warp uh, fucked up typing is wonderful because it is it, it's it's yeah. you can interpret it if you really work Oh yeah. Um, so you know, cascading style sheet finally gets his his first doses, and he says, "Took this shiuf on Friday, maybe onita a few get or ten. I donor remenif now a day leader, and I feel on other planet track a six pod T to settle down. Can't barley walk or anything. I can't have gunfar or dune way thing. VC stuff with will wreck you and make." Thinking I just need freech air. <laughs> this is quoted and replied to by forums user Kundalini Rinsing, who says, Jesus Christ, don't <laughs> drink, don't drink poppy tea when you're on Phenazepam. And we're talking about opium poppy pod tea, which was also <laughs> sort of trending at that point on TCC. <laughs> Especially if you've taken enough that after six days you're still so fucked up you can't even type. Stay awake, buddy. Is there anyone who knows you've dosed? who can come in and check up on you <laughs> and the immediate next post <laughs> from forums user just the tip is this thread owns <laughs> i mean that yeah. that sums it up yeah that's, that's it that's uh... that's the two ends of this entire it's literally people going are you all right man and then other people going holy shit yes <laughs> this man is dying right yeah. <laughs> that's part of the, the the culture of of the crackhead clubhouse is that other goons will when they hear something is going down they'll come in off of other forums to watch yeah. Yeah. um some of them are pretty ghoulish about it too because uh, it's you know obviously some of the people in the crackhead clubhouse have genuine addictions they have genuine problems and that forum has a body count. It probably has a higher body count than any of the other forums. Um, famously, from the heroin thread, I believe, uh, a, one goon was found dead in his car, and he had OD'd and passed out in his car in a really hot day, and he literally just melted. And somebody found him and then made a post about it on, on oh, TCC. I, I do remember hearing something about that. Yeah. <laughs> There, there are a lot of legends. So, I mean, even even as we are laughing at these people, it is, of course, I, I have to acknowledge that it, it does actually cause real harm as well. Oh, I'm laughing at the sentiment uh, in terms in terms of uh, life and death. I I don't know how comfortable I feel argue or or 
arguing out or litigating sometimes the value of life and death, especially lately as this has been recorded. Not not to say that we have a weird view of it, but uh, I don't know. Expand on that. All right. I feel I feel like sometimes we oftentimes have this view of how we value life versus actual outcomes. Hmm. So yeah, there there is a certain level of of public posturing uh, you can do about the value of life, but I feel more and more that it's being devalued past the point of our ability to both reckon with and uh, affect any sort of definitive change. Uh, for example, wars, uh, or more recently, the pandemic. Good yeah, I was going to say. Lord, as every as example, every, as everyone. Uh, in a large-scale sense, tamp down a lot of expectations. A lot of expectations have been permanently lowered. Uh, I, I, you know, do think life is good to value, but like, oh man, does does this specific slice out of time fucking illuminate this a little bit more for me? How crazy uh, and incongruous it's become. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not blackpilled. It's just wild. <laughs> for me, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have two things that that you know, two 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 parts of my personality that respond to this. Part of it is, if I died in a stupid or funny way, mm-hmm. I would I would want you and all of the rest of my friends to fucking roast me. Mm-hmm. That I feel similarly t- to me. That is one of the ways in which a death can be not wasted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I hope the way that I die is funny or ironic in some way. You know, I, I would love to be like eaten by a cougar or I don't know, hit by an ice cream truck or poisoned by clown makeup or something. That's funny to me. I, I want my funeral to be a roast, you know? Mm. Um, Part of it is because, you know, I'm I'm autistic and I just don't have a lot of time for that kind of sentimentality. It sort of mm-hmm. makes me feel physically ill. I don't know. It's just how I was raised. My parents are like that. They're very they, – they, they're not they, – they've been talking to, to me about their own deaths and, and the deaths of, of – potential deaths of people around us for a long time. It's just been part of life. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe I would feel differently if if I had a, a friend who was someone who had died or, or been seriously injured by by an addiction. But um, yeah, yeah, that's true. I think that's that's uh, I think you'd map that a lot to the human condition. Like uh, I I have things in my life I value a great deal, and I'd be lying if I didn't say some of it was just. Uh, Sometimes on the premise of a friend had died relative to it that I feel strongly about. Uh, but beyond that, also like the deeply personal where it's like you firsthand, uh, which is weird. I've never felt like that uh, in terms of like addictive personalities. So, I mean, and also sardonic humor just as a way of coping. I, yeah, I wouldn't come out against that in any way. I Absolutely. think, I think, I think, yeah, I think a a quasi healthy thing has been injecting a slight, uh, polite amount of agreed upon 
trans misogyny within friends <laughs> and friend groups. Uh, <laughs> like, like I was, I was saying in private to friends that we need to really bring fag and faggot back. And I'm Agreed. a, propon- I'm a proponent of like it as an affirmative, hey, but I also, in the air. It's been in the works. I've been believing also that, like, you need to turn it on its head. I feel like I need to use fag or faggot in in the pejorative against people that I that are in no way connected to the gay experience. It would just Mm. be something I almost exclusively used with heterosexuals. Uh, Like, like you're going to start yelling, yelling at people on Fortnite and Apex. No, no. I mean, (laughs) think of the things you free yourself up to. Uh, instead of like using faggot for intrapersonal internecine beefs within your LGBT circle, you could just be like, look at, look at Ted Cruz in that Hawaiian shirt next to the, to the butter cow. Jesus Christ. Look at the jowls on this faggot, etc. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be like Listen, fat phobic. Yeah. I was he just looks like droopy. Fine. He looks it back. He he um, looks like the fucking Rockafire explosion. Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. can you can you could sort of politely use sardonic stuff. I, I feel like if people shit, some academics and activists absolutely abhor the use of the word queer, but they mm-hmm. haven't they haven't like fully went all in and say you can never use this. It's just like yeah, hey, I've like, been around when they were using that shit and hitting me in the head with a baton. I don't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah. Then I'll be like, yo, yo, that's fine. Yeah. I'll yeah. Right. They don't they don't come knocking on other people's doors. But and yeah. other people find that to be an affirmative, inclusive term. And they're they're right sure. too, you know. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh within within the, the goon uh uh sort of mindset or headspace like did did it always maintain at this level the engagement with the drug stuff or did they eventually nuke this fucker from orbit is it still I, around Phenazepam or the sub forum i think the, just the tcc forum yeah tcc is still open and active i i think that this thread the heroin thread which charted you know many users coming in and being like hey i've always wanted to try heroin guys what's it's like and Yikes. then you know 30 pages later yeah. they're they're like selling their car and shit um and then there was the very infamous opium pod poppy pod tea thread uh which sort of led into the heroin thread as as people started sure. with you know poppy pod tea which you used to be able to just order from ebay for quote-unquote flower arranging Mm. um and it was very cheap Mm. and it was it was legal and you just you would put you know eight poppy pods in boiling water or some people did alcohol extractions i i'm not an expert on this um but it some people and this this is i have done some research about this this is very genetic it has a lot to do with your metabolism. Some people can pick up and put down heroin on a weekend and it's not an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, other other people have poppy pod tea three times and they'll go into withdrawals. It just depends. Mm-hmm. So um, the people who tend to be very experienced with drugs are the ones who usually get a lot out of drugs, uh, which, you know, I don't. I have I have one of these metabolisms where 
you know, shit can't touch me. I, I, I think I could probably make money in an underground betting ring where I was just slamming heroin. <laughs> Eliza and, eating an entire, an entire like, fold of LSD tabs and just staring, staring a Russian man straight in the eyes. That's me. That's what I want to do because I can do it. You know, uh, stimulants I'm sensitive to, but you know, so it's and it's all has to do with metabolism. A lot of it is individual uh metabolic enzymes the cyp enzymes is a big one so cyp34a and cyp2d6 are i think i'm getting that right but if i'm wrong i'm sure a biochem person will correct me those are two of the major ones but there are i think you know a few dozen of those enzymes and they are controlled how active they are is controlled entirely by genetics so, um, for example, there's a good 10% of the Caucasian population who have faulty CYP2D6 enzymes, and they just either won't metabolize or very slowly metabolize a lot of drugs. Um, and this is one of the, the overlaps we get. You've probably heard that thing where redheads need more, um, uh, need more anesthetic because they uh, they're immune to it. So they have they have higher pain in uh, medical settings because they're resistant to the anesthetic. M obviously, most redheads, not all, because the gene occurs anywhere, but most redheads in the world are Caucasian. So there is an overlap there of that gene. Uh, the It's probably the CYP2D6 gene that we're talking about. And that's the same for me. I can take huge doses of opioids and maybe feel a little bit for, you know, 15 minutes and nothing. Um which isn't fun. But as a result, I never get addicted to anything because nothing ever works that well for me. Right, right. But Good Lord. Yeah. It's uh, like a superpower of sorts. It can be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not me. Uh, I'm different. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, I think the worst thing I've ever done was basically something crack laced. Mm. And then what had happened was we were halfway through the final cut of uh, Blade Runner. My mm. father had decided to like ask me questions about what I was seeing. And uh, gotta say, tracking shots of flying cars going towards large uh, pyramids uh, using practical effects, free mm -hmm. CGI, uh, very disturbing, mm. as it turns out. Uh, but beyond that, no mushrooms. It for me, it allows a sort of voyeur qual voyeuristic quality uh, hearing about this because this is like the hard stuff mm -hmm. I sort of don't touch because of these stories. But then mm -hmm. you, you, there's always this right. tendency to wonder. And what's weird about goons was this was like pre Twitter, so their immediate sure. engagement. Uh, versus say something like blogging or blogspot etc uh like close close to instantaneous as we have a point of reference for facebook or twitter now more so twitter than facebook because it's there uh and yeah it's just the the thread is the timeline the thread is um, the timeline uh, right mm -hmm. i was going to say so it's wild so um, the, the sort of midpoint as we're at here, uh, like when do, when do things like start veering off into the deep end where we start having more? Uh, oh, 
I have a good selection for that that I've had up uh, for a little bit. Oh, let's hear it. And, um, yeah, and Eliza, if there's yeah, any again, other anecdotes you have on deck. This is from Eliza's thread. I would like to say one thing before we move into the second act, and that is that people were so drug naive um, in, in this thread, because I think that we discussed this before we started recording, so I'm, I'm going to risk repeating us here. Uh, user Henry Huxley posted, just ordered, can someone explain to me how this eyeballing is done? <laughs> no, do you use a solvent? Do you jam it under your eyelid? This isn't really that obvious for someone who normally doesn't take drugs with his eyeballs. So we have here a level of drug naivete where somebody thinks that the term eyeballing is literal. Okay. That that is that is pretty incredible, actually. Um. <laughs> so so these these people, the, the, our cast of characters here, is not set up for success. Anyway, Jake, Jake, that, please continue. That, that, no, I just, that I, literally sound sounded like someone wrote it. It was like a mad TV that, sketch yeah, no. character. Uh, that, yeah, that could just be like a fucking, fucking development bit fucking or something. Fred Flintstone ass. Oh my god! They told, they told me to eyeball it. Okay, so eyeball it. I think the the sort of like the what whatever you call it the um the pillar or not the, the top of the hill of the juice thread. The plateau, a, if you will. Yeah, the plateau of the juice thread is is where um the height of it is is a guy who makes a new account to post within the thread. So this is someone who I ostensibly is a lurker, but could also have been someone with a real essay account that um, didn't want to, you know, post from their main, basically. They made a burner account and the name of the burner account is the juice is loose. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the, the post that they make, <clears throat> this is not that far into the thread. It's still in like October of 2009 has been lurking and following this thread since day one. Experience with compo stuff, which I'm not sure what compo is supposed to be. He's referring to, to compo synth, who is the okay. vendor that most of the people in the thread are ordering from. So compo, he's referring to uh, Phenazepam from compo. Got it. We're going to... Um, all right. So, yeah, you're coming in mid. mid. We'll, we'll obviously mention you coming in mid but all you've mentioned is talk about how any all you've meant all you've missed is stuff you can glean from reading the juice thread which is the insanity of a bunch right. of people trying illegal drugs on the internet by themselves <laughs> um and i'm and what we're doing now is i'm reading a post of a guy who made a burner account to talk about his experiences um can you guess the name um, of the account uh, the juices lose Is yeah. that right? Yep, that's right. <laughs> well, as it turns out, yeah. <laughs> the juice is loose. Um... Okay, we are officially recording again, though. Like, it's starting. It's not stopping. Hey, Ruben's in. Welcome right. back, Ruben. Ruben's in. He's um, in. So, before it's we got legal. interrupted by and joined by our, our uh, wonderful co-host, Ruben. I can only participate. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is my show. This is my show now. This I am the captain. Is coming in. Uh, Ruben, hot off the road from a road trip. Welcome, mm -hmm. welcome. Um, Smelling like the outdoors. He's fresh. Yeah. So we we were talking about this user who came on 
to actually uh, post about his experiences from the perspective of like, I guess not wanting to reveal his, his real account or if he was just an actual lurker and decided that this is, this is what I'm going to make my essay account for. Like, well, at a certain point, don't you have to pay to, to even, um, you the forums is that right 10 bucks 10 bucks. so this is yeah. a guy who straight up was like oh i don't want to reveal $10. my main account i'm gonna make a new burner that's right post it and that that burner as we have previously noted is named the juices loose i think so, he, he has to be a registered something awful user because later in the thread they talk about how the crackhead clubhouse is not visible to public browsers so yeah, i think okay. that to see tcc at all you need to be you have to it. be in there yep you right. got to be on the ten dollar club that makes sense. So he's an existing user who made a burner to post this. So his experience starts. <laughs> it, it's great. The, the escalation is wonderful. He says, I tried just a little and it was great. Slept most of the day. A few weeks later, Monday, I try a little more. I wake up Tuesday night with a broken arm from crashing my motorcycle in a parking lot. Walk 30 miles the wrong direction home in the middle of the night. Cop <laughs> pulls me aside and was wondering where I'm going. <laughs> home no id no money no cell phone but keys thankfully i fail a sobriety test as it is 30 or so out raining and i was cold shivering so i think i got some leniency <laughs> thankfully he gave me a lift wake up wednesday to an email that said if i wasn't in the hospital i was fired and my fiance's father called and said if i called her again he'd get a restraining order now i find out that despite being in the hospital i'm still fired Learn from my lesson, folks. You will lose the love of your life, and despite being a week later, have no idea why. Lose your job, and in a month or so, your apartment. I have basically nowhere to go. Oh, you could IM me the 99-cent place. I'd appreciate it or just want to chat. AIM is mostly null. That's his, that's his AIM name. He's responding to someone about getting uh, more places to buy the Phenazabam form. Uh, what a I, I don't get it. I mean... I don't know. To be I honest, I don't know like, if anyone in the pod is this kind of drug user, but it's, no. it's it is. It's like the ocarina from Zelda, but it teleports you to the hospital. Like, is that fun for people if you can't re even remember the experiences that you had? But they keep taking it. I what I can't imagine is 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 going through all of this and then going. I better keep posting about right, it. Right? Yeah. I, Wouldn't I you just like? I would just be off somewhere uh, else. Uh, so the question yeah. was, what, what, are definite cases of people at least starting curious, even though they can read all these terrible things, having a terrible thing happen to them, and then keep going anyway, and there doesn't seem to be any real addiction to it? They're just like, hmm, just full board, just, that's uh, why not? It It is, it is 100% gonzo fear and loathing style yeah shit. yeah it really is it turns you know people who were kind of stable and seemingly normal into animals it's it's very weird um and again i have to emphasize this is legal you can legal. buy it online and take it yeah. today if you want yeah, these to are not controlled substances in the united states nope except individually by state sometimes i think a few states have have banned it i mean um mm. What? I I just wonder sometimes, okay, to put on the skeptic hat for a moment, because I feel like at some point, how much of this is like, like documented phenomena versus, I don't know, some of the stories 
are so so numerous in scope and the fact that it's something awful also has that sort of quality where there is a certain type of bullshitter there too Mm -hmm. and i i i wonder if i wonder how how deeply uh the body count uh is associated with it being notorious versus is this person just bullshitting me like that's a weird component I think it's something I think about online a lot, mm-hmm. uh, especially with uh, people that talk about social contagion models as it relates to many things. And then also uh, when that wheel starts turning and like hitting a ground of real life, it's nuts. Good well- Lord. There, there is there is quite a bit of scientific literature about phenazepam abuse documented mostly in Europe because in Europe you can just buy it in that's where it back. seems yeah more much more heavily used right mm-hmm. and and later in the thread um, we do get into stories from Ukraine uh, which are unfucking believable I mean well, we can quote a little bit of it but it's just it's it's it could it could be a, a fear and loathing length novel on its own um, and there are also the stories of course from the Louisiana uh, military police the 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 drug cop stories who you know so there's 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 independent um, confirmation that phenazepam does cause these effects it went when when abused obviously um and when i say that i am shocked that this is still legal i do not mean to say that i think that any drug should be illegal because i am against all of that shit all the shit should be legal i'm just saying if 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 you can't get fucking ambien over the counter but you can order phenazepam uh there there is an issue with enforcement obviously so yeah. you know i actually what while you were talking i thought oh that's a that's that's a good thought and i went to pubmed and i typed in phenazepam and there's mm-hmm. tons of articles about you know phenazepam abuse in the uk uh phenazepam the drug that came in from the cold um a review of medico legal deaths in South Scotland between 2010 and 2014. So all of these are cited uh, phenazepam articles. The reason I bring it up is not to like actually undercut any of what you're saying. There's also like drug sensationalism. Mm. Uh, and, sure. uh, and I don't want to say misreporting, but uh, stop me if you've heard the CBD weed candies, uh, being incorporated into Halloween handout like right. shit. All of the, the alarmism. Obviously, you probably don't want to have, have uh, kids having THC weed edibles, but the, the, the reach and controlled part of that has been changing a lot because of all of the pro-weed shit that's been happening across sure. the states right now. Uh, There's also that forums thing of mm-hmm. wanting to participate, you yeah. know, and I, I think yeah. especially users like CSS, who, as I mentioned, was not, you know, he's kind of a dickhead. He's been probated a lot. People don't really like him. He comes into the thread and he becomes one of the main characters, you know, and I Absolutely. think there there probably is something to him ratcheting up his doses and coming back to the thread and posting these, these huge posts that are completely misspelled and you know, he's obviously in danger. It's sort of a Munchausen thing. You, you, you want people to pay attention to you. You want those posts that are like, you're going to fucking die if you 
keep increasing your dose like this because it means that somebody cares about you. So it becomes a form of stimming to go onto the forum, say, mm. I took 100 milligrams of phenazepam, dare me to drive, you know, and, and getting that feedback of you fucking idiot, you're going to die because if nobody cared about you, right, they wouldn't post that. And it's also just attention, whether it's good attention or bad attention. Um, so th those those sociological there's, processes are not any different on a forum than they are in real life. Yeah, there's almost two types of of kind of uh, juice posts in the within the thread. <laughs> there's there's okay. So I'm and I've I've distilled this with examples. There's one from Askaper 2.0. Askaper this is the first type of juice post. All right. First type of juice post is a guy going. Apparently, I was more juice than I thought. In the college philosophy class, a teacher called on me and said, hey, Askaper, obviously, he's, you know, yeah. just substituting his name. Seems like you are writing a lot. What are you writing? I then proceeded to freestyle Lil Wayne's and Millie for a verse and a half before my <laughs> friend stopped me. Yeah, it definitely lasts a long time. Uh, so then, so that's an example of like, I could see how someone would be like, wow, really? Like, that is wild to even imagine. I, I did a happening. drug and I, I can't was, believe that would actually happen. I did a drug and I became a crazy ass white boy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The other never, type of juice never poster is this guy named Techno Allah. Techno Allah <laughs> just said, well, last night I needed some trivial atom out of some box in the attic, and I stepped on the drywall and came crashing down into the bathroom. I guess put that into the negatives. Didn't he do like, a, a, another post where he, he kind of went through all the things that happened during his night and decided whether it was his fault or Juice's fault? Or is that a different? Oh, picture? I should. That might be a different person. I should try to find that. Let me um, see. I thought I just saw it. I just love. I just. I so much more buy that off off the bat. The techno Allah story of a guy being benzoed up, where he's like, "I'm just gonna walk around my house and get some stuff done," and then just steps through his fucking attic floor without thinking about it. Oh no! It's 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 later. It's it's goat monger. Uh, something form something awful forums poster goat monger um i believe he's the guy who dissolves his uh phenazepam in acetone aka nail polish okay, yeah right um oh, god and then got mad at people when they said man don't eat acetone that's that's pretty toxic and uh, I, I also made fun of him for eating acetone because it is pretty fucking toxic. But actually, the, um, the, the poster earlier who was on Twitter telling us about, you know, phenazepam itself, I, I can't remember, Gabbergool, um, actually did tell me recently that you, you can eat a fair amount of acetone and it's not terribly toxic, but it does taste fucking bad because they put a bitter in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the lethal dose is like 200 milliliters or something, which is pretty high. If you're just using it for droppering, I guess it's okay. It is a stupid decision to use just because it tastes bad, though. I mean, you can just use vodka or something. So yeah, this guy Goatmonger decides to uh, mix it into acetone. His trip is not particularly entertaining. He just breaks his computer and, and does a bunch of stupid shit. But um, later, man, my computer is chugging. Sorry, give me a sec. I'm just acetone. How do you how do you consider that? Like, 
Like, did you take it first and then consider, okay, this is the the blue fluid thing that I can see in my house. Time to drink that and that specifically with regard to this. They feel like it'll have more efficacy. Uh... I mean, I don't know. I, I don't I know. I think it what... was genuine, like, you know, like misunderstanding or, or miseducation about what he was supposed to use. Hmm. I can't remember exactly why he decided to use it. It's I, I think it's just it's not you can't dissolve it in water. It has to be um, some other solution. Yeah, I just completely lost that post. I just my, wanted a solvent or, or Google um, how do you make drugs and found out that you use acetone for some part of the meth making process and was like, let's get it in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Someone Benny. calls him out on it and says, mm. you did it. You're number one. I should have expected it was a matter of time until someone thought drinking acetone was as safe as glycol. I don't even know how you got that down. Just thinking about it makes me wretch. And Goatmonger says, well, back when my head was clear, I looked online all over about consuming acetone. The worst example I could find is someone drinking 200 milliliters at once and ending up in a coma and recovering after five months. As I recall, there's been little studying on ingesting acetone. Just don't ingest a ton of it. I have determinedly followed. I have determinedly the following from my first times. One, falling out of my chair onto an empty container was half juice, half me. The chair was crappy. Part two, where my roommate freaked out and ran upstairs to see me covered in flour. Juice's fault. So I think during this whole time, they're also trying to mix the phenazepam powder into flour to create powder capsules. Hmm. But they're also compounding it in acetone. So the people who have ordered phenazepam powder from these online vendors have just covered their apartments with phenazepam powder, capsule machines, bottles of acetone and alcohol everywhere. Um, some of them are leaving bottles of, of phenazepam solution in like communal refrigerators, unlabeled, stuff like that. It's, it's, it's complete madness. He has a, a 10 item list where he goes down everything bad that happened that night and decides whether it was his fault or the juice's fault. Um, and, and this guy, Goatmonger, also gets pulled over by the cops while he's on Phenazepam and they let him go again. I don't know how these guys keep getting away with it. Uh, I think there's some speculation that because the juice is a, um, an anxiolytic, it, it, it lowers your social anxiety considerably. Even if you're fucking high, Right. You can sort of smooth talk your way out of a lot of situations with a cop. You know, you're not acting like you're drunk. Um, I'm imagining an entirely coherent person like during the naked lawnmower scenario. Like, <laughs> you're going to bash his fucking door in. We're going to yeah, do no, that. I just, I just need to ask him for some butter. He's not home. I got to get in. Wait, I got to get in there. This isn't going to toast it. Yeah. Holding I, a whole loaf of bread. I'm gonna, I might make French toast. We don't fucking know. Yeah. Let me in. <laughs> we'll see. So here's here's a, a post that actually illustrates exactly what I was, was speculating. Alan Negative posts on November 1st, 2009. Lol, I have a glass computer table. I ended up taking everything off of it and spreading juice all over it, evapping and licking. Today... Feels like a Thura's day, so I was <laughs> I was curious. I was curious, and I looked up what day was no was November first, two thousand nine. Um, it was a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
So people have no idea what time it is, where they are, what they're doing. Um, again, I don't really see the appeal of, of just total oblivion as a drug, but people fucking love it. I mean, uh, I guess yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't assume a first person. I'd say, yeah. I'd say anecdotally or, or things that I have, uh, I've observed in other groups is that when they talk about this, they're, they sound less like a fucking uh, after school special and like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done heroin. Uh, you know, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, but like there is a certain appeal to self-destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, most assuredly. Yeah. In lieu of like personal enjoyment uh, when, when circumstances are really bad or you're really alienated. I remember, uh, a great deal of the people that would uh, be at the one call center I worked at, uh, everyone was below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Like trans kids working there, uh, the punkers that were like, like fully leathered out, and all of those goddamn metal studs everywhere. And you look at the dude's arms, and it's like a fucking pincushion. Uh, like. I would see these guys at work and then later on park benches, sometimes like one dude in particular would sleep it with a knife in his hand. And it's, it sounds like reefer madness shit, but Eugene homelessness is so fucking wild. I don't know how it's been in the last four years, but when I was there, uh, like so many people there were fucking completely zooted and, uh, just earning enough to get to that point. And yeah, it's, it's wild. I feel like a lot of this stuff should be decriminalized or just, I don't know, utopian vision outright legalized is, uh, like I've seen capitalist coercion as it relates to this and having a boot on your fucking head. And like, you almost wonder if you made the choice yourself to do it. Uh, Sorry, but yeah, it's it's wild. Uh that this is like weird. It's like a it's like the opposite of whatever Irish drinking culture is. This is like this is like American doomer drug use. I want to be the smack my bitch up video uh constantly. Like I want that to be my life is sometimes the headspace I get looking at this fucking thread mm-hmm. yeah like i was saying it's like the things that these uh these farmers purportedly go through are enough for me to be like oh i would take a, a entire week off of life but these guys are just getting back on and posting about it they're just they're just like very eager to i i like the way this drug drug use is built into their lives is is you know pretty wild um be able to just I, yeah i don't know i i would love to know the spread on on kind of who who some of these guys were a little more but uh it just can't imagine the guy who started on a monday and ended up in the hospital on a wednesday with his fiance's dad telling him to fuck off mm-hmm. uh like i wonder what his plan actually was when he started that monday <laughs> like clearly these people aren't expecting to 
to go out for days, but they, they go into it knowing that's a possibility anyway. Yeah. And, and mystery restraining orders pop up right a lot in this thread. Um, there's, there's another example, um, a little bit farther down. Uh, let me see if I can find it of a story of, of a guy, uh, not on finazepam, but on a different, uh, legal <laughs> research benzo called Atizolam, um, which I have actually taken and again is just a normal benzo if you're not getting completely nuts with it. Um, where he wakes up on a plane on his way to Colombia. And this is it's this is a this is a Reddit post. Let's see. Yeah, the, the, the title, it's, it's been posted in, it's actually not Reddit, it's Usenet, it's a Usenet post. Holy Christ. In self.researchchemicals, uh, fuck a teasel lamb, don't know how I ended up with a disorderly person's charge, maintaining a nuisance charge, and resisting arrest charge a few nights ago. That's the minor issue here with this bullshit drug. The major issue is I don't know how I ended up on a motherfucking airplane, all caps, on a one-way flight to Bogota, Colombia, five days later as I am typing this now. Where the fuck am I going? What the actual fuck is going on right now? I don't have my wallet, credit, or debit cards. Somehow have my passport, though. I used to fuck with benzos with heavy due to insomnia and anxiety. Doctors cut me off since, so hence you have the RC market. See, he got caught up. He was taking benzos, you know, legally prescribed. They cut him off. So he just started ordering them online right. and, and just going nuts with it because it wasn't provided to him in a medical setting. I maintained for a while without and then felt like I needed to medicate due to how wired and work-related stress I have. Well, I do know this. I was slamming 20 plus milligrams of etezolam. And again, I have to emphasize etezolam tablets come in one milligrams. In, so in, in a blister grabbing fistfuls of tablets basically mm -hmm. yeah. and one milligram tablet is about the size of um a peppercorn you know if, if you made a peppercorn flat that's about how big it would be uh i was slamming 20 plus milligrams of a tisalem solution a day for about two weeks straight i was also drinking heavy and motherfucking huffing dust off disgusting completely repulsive I'm in sales, and the only good that came out of using a Tizalem this last time is that I did two plus million in sales in two weeks, which made me about 150k. But is that fucking cool? No, I don't even have a fucking suitcase with me. Also, during this two-week binge of a Tizalem, I destroyed relationships with every single person in my family. My parents got a restraining order against me. I lost all my friends, and it seems to be cocaine and hookers when I step off this stupid fucking airplane. Maybe I'll have a seizure. I don't really know how to handle it. Maybe I'll just hang it up. So he goes on to say that this is the second time this year he's ended up in a third world country wondering how the fuck he got there because of Benzos. So, uh, you know, a mystery second restraining time. order. Yeah, he did something so bad to his parents that he doesn't mention a bad relationship prior to this. So they got a restraining order against him. Um, I think the, I think the drug just, you know, reduces you to pure ego. It removes all of your impulse control to if certain use cases for certain people, it sounds like. Right. One thing one thing that does seem to be missing from the conversation about this drug specifically is maybe the minute-to-minute -minute physical experience associated with it, mm -hmm. uh, where you're not talking about feeling and sensations 
Oh, uh, sure. This one seems to be pure outcomes. Whatever I did must have been interesting because I won't remember a one fucking thing about it. But it seems to be so intense that I have to keep doing it, which I don't, it doesn't sound unique amongst drugs, but it sounds uh, like long-term abuse and high volume. But this is the complete opposite. Like that outcome comes from like minuscule use of it almost. It's so weird. Some of this is probably, you know, goons egging on other goons just to see who who gets the best story out of it. That's certainly part of drug mm-hmm. culture in general, because it's mm-hmm. one of one of the reasons you take drugs is to have a good story about it. Um, and so, you know, some some people do comment in the thread that, you know, they're using it, too, and it's not ruining their lives. Uh, forums user B Nasty says some people must be taking far more than they think. I took five milligrams last Sunday. And besides discharging a fire extinguisher in my basement and shooting an old monitor with a BB gun, I'm no worse for wear. No cops, crashes, or job losses here. Gonna try another five milligram tonight and catch the train to Philly. I gotta say, comparatively, that guy probably sounds like he had a fun time. Yeah, you know, he's just just chill. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hillbilly-wise, it's not uncommon to, if you've ever lived in the backwoods, uh, get drunk and start shooting guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, shotguns. Uh, I don't advise pistols. Don't know why you'd want to use a pistol, but it happens out there. Uh, but yeah, mainly throwing stuff in the air and shooting skeet while while drinking beer and fucking awful music that sounds like it will play during Halo. Uh, this is all on the table. It That's doesn't sound that wild. Tradition. Yeah. Uh, I... What... How 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 does some of it, like, darken? Because I feel like in order to get a, this across in terms of free <laughs> structure, I feel like we've kind of went over many, many outcomes. Like, where, where do you guys want to take this fucking trade next? <laughs> Well, I would like to say that one of the most famous posts that comes out of this thread uh, comes from a, a user called Shasta Orange Soda, mm. um, and uh, I will I will quote myself here: This post in which Shasta Orange Soda takes so much juice he tries to buy a baby grand piano went down in TCC <laughs> history and became the new standard by which to measure how fucked up you can get. So this. <laughs> This escaped to this thread and got into other parts of the of the something awful culture where, you know, someone would say, well, I, I was really fucked up. And someone would say, did you try to buy a baby grand piano? You know, um, so here's the post. This occurred on October 13th, 2009. Uh, Mid-October is about when things start to, to, to kind of get set up for the third act. Oh, Jesus. I had exactly two beers with some eyeballed finaz on Sunday night. All I remember is hanging out with my roommate, listening to music, and playing video games. I don't remember this, but I woke up from my benzo sleep for a little while on Monday morning, 8.30 according to my computer, and went on eBay. I used the Buy It Now option for an Apple 3GS 16 gigabyte unlocked jailbroken iPhone for 700 bucks. It looks like I didn't pay for it, though. Or maybe I tried to and didn't have enough in my account, so I'm going to try and get out of it. Uh... 
iPhones are sort of cool and it makes sense that I'd want one, but I also placed a $100 bid on a Vose & Sons Antique Grand Upright Piano and only lost because it wasn't enough for the reserve. I've never known how to play an instrument in my life, don't have room for a piano, and a million other reasons why that was that bid was a bad idea. Apparently, after placing those bids, I went back to sleep for another eight or nine hours. I really can't get over how supremely R-worded all of this was, and the topper is that the Finaz Afterglow lasts so long that I didn't realize any of this until 36 hours after it happened. Yeah. This post became famous. It's it is it's one of the the all time things um, that that occurred <laughs> on on something awful. I mean, listen, I've gotten high off of regular old marijuana and forgotten that I've bought things online, but this is this is something else. Well, Askaper, uh. <laughs> we were talking about Askaper earlier. He started ordering medieval weaponry. And yeah. uh, he, he sent a, a medieval steel mace to his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend's apartment, gift-wrapped, and, uh, and had to contact her in order to, to, to retrieve it. That's fucking owns. So, um... <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Here's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The bow was excessive. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. So we're getting to the DIY section. Um... On October 16th, user Brew Cocky, who you, you might have remembered from earlier, he says, I've done some research, and if I can get just a bit more money, I can make dejuice.com a reality. Also, I love the idea of www.guoo.se. Dejuice. Deju.se. Yeah, I was about to say. So, yeah. so well, this guy wants to, he's not content taking these uh these benzos at home he wants to start dealing as well and of course goons encourage him to do this because goons encourage goons to do literally anything and the idea of goons buying drugs from goons is apparently um delightful they they, they love it this so, is this is the part in the the drug film whereupon dad rock starts playing mm -hmm. uh, credence clearwater revival immediately because mm -hmm. we're going to make a business oh god uh in this this october 18th uh, mid-october mid, mid to late october cascading style sheet starts to fall apart he he does those posts about how you know he he's been i think he says he went back and read all of his posts in this thread and doesn't remember making any of them. That's the point where he's, he hallucinates William S. Burroughs in his bathroom. <laughs> um, one is want to do. There is a lot of encouragement in these types of threads. Of, of literally anybody comes in and says, "Hey guys, be careful. This is a this is a this is a big drug. You know, watch yourselves." Will get shouted down by all of the, uh, the other TCC users. For example, uh, forums user Cavan posted, "Benzos and opiates aren't safe together. I wouldn't start drinking on top of it." Something awful forums user Super Rad replies and says, "I've done it a million times. Throw some kratom in. Too. Why not?" <laughs> The key is moderation, i.e. doing a minimal amount of each drug. Two milligrams clonopin, two beers, 15 to 30 milligrams hydrocodone, and a normal kratom tea. <laughs> oh. That sounds like that sounds like that dude's like average weeknight. Holy shit. I feel of my fucking kidneys behind my eyeballs. Yeah. In terms definitely of some some tolerance there. 
but that is also I'm I'm assuming uh probably characteristic of a good number of TCC posters and their mm-hmm. their kind of attitude towards drug use. Mhm. It's like oh, just a little bit of everything. It's fine. It's it's okay. You're not going to shit for like 4 days. That's it. Yeah. It's an okay ride. I wake up 5 days later. Um I mean the grim aspect of this is that uh you know, Brukake the user that went went in to try and to deal stuff is is the one person the thread that we know didn't pass away from Benazepam specifically, but who passed away during the period of this thread. Mm-hmm. Um and is just another example of of kind of like I mean, it is a is another point in this story essentially. I was um, gonna say, could you let me read some of these? I'm looking at yeah, some of, of the <laughs> uh, Eliza notes, meanwhile, Brukake, the goon who bought a domain and started dealing, has been missing since his last, since that post about losing both his bike and his finazepan on the bus trip home to his mom's place after a disagreement with his dad. The narrative is thus. Drunk a lullaby's post. Brukake probably shouldn't be posting about consuming finazepan in this thread when he's trying to run a vendor selling this stuff as not hu- not for human consumption. Uh, it occurred to me the other day that poor Brukake could have simply been a bit careless with his measurement station and inhaled a blackout amount or spread it to his food or any number of things. And then I realized that it's 99.68% probably the other way. Uh, it begins escalating from this point. As soon as your vendors started posting about getting juiced up on a bus, you should all... <laughs> You should have gotten very, very worried. Yeah, that's and that's the only person in that thread who makes any good points. Cascading style sheet opines with, I'm pretty sure that Brukake guy is in some serious shit right now. Maybe dead or unconscious in a ditch somewhere. To which Tim Raines IRL replies, if Brukake didn't get home to his mom, I'm going to burn this thread to the fucking ground. Presumably because he's bought in. <laughs> It is, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, several people chime in after he goes missing. They're like, "Hey, where's my order, dude?" <sighs> Apparently, he got some orders out. He he does have he has a, a few happy customers in the thread. Are like, yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's that's the the po the <laughs> instead of uh, I mean that that is their way of of posting a remembrance to him. Essentially, they're like, "Hey, got my order today." Mm-hmm. He, finally did it or whatever yeah november 14th very dark yeah this is this comes you know i think the people who are paying attention of course were expecting it but november 14th there's a post from forums user misienko um who says tcc poster brukaki has passed away on the 7th of november 2009 he was a good friend and he will be missed his cause of death is still unknown and we are waiting on the toxicology for now it seems it was not foul play if i find out his cause of death was something other than an overdose i will post in this thread um and this is confirmed and there's you know some posts of 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 pretty tragic uh family stuff um but yeah it seems like you know it, it wasn't directly it didn't directly cause his death uh it seems like it was a heroin overdose but 
certainly it seems to be involved. I mean, you don't want to give a suicidal person something that uh, removes his impulse control, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's, there's this thread for this reply from forums user Don Danger. Brukaki, a.k.a. Mikey, did deliver just as I was returning from the 7-Eleven. I see the guy from the post office dropping something in my mailbox. Godspeed, Brukaki. Edit to add already dosed. <laughs> there it is. Dear so, God. So that really puts the kibosh on the thread. I mean, the, the party is definitely over at that point. The the mood, yeah. the mood changes uh, quite a bit. Um... So as people start posting that they're stopping and, and getting out, forums user Too Many Mans uh, on November 14th says, came in here to post my story about how my ex flushed my juice stash because I fucked up so much this week that two friends staged an intervention. So, I, I you know, I want to point out it's November 14th. This thread started in September. Right. And it, this this is how long it has taken for people to get restraining orders for their fiancés to, you know, end them for their uh, people to stage interventions. It's unbelievable how fast that happened. I don't think I've seen anything happen that fast in any of these other threads, even the heroin threads. Because you're not just stoned at home. Like, you, you, you go ape shit on this stuff sometimes. Yeah, it's... It, it, I think... I think any of these stories sort of have a parallel to PCP use. Mm. Uh, and uh, one very punctuated thing about uh, PCP use and the mimetic quality it has and where uh, viral videos and live leak shit uh, happens is basically because a not insignificant amount of people get naked and start doing... Uh, incredibly volatile things and mm. are very threatening and impossibly strong out of nowhere, mm -hmm. <laughs> which, uh, I mean, whether or not each and every part is true is part of the, the narrative of that. And with this, it's, I think it's so oddly specific, like it's point of origin. I, I probably never would have heard of this particular method of ingesting something other than, yeah, uh, a, a particular forum thread, uh, like observable phenomena wise. The only time I saw that on the news was like someone putting Windex in a strain of weed in Saginaw. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah. Uh, it probably has a lot to do with the fact that as we've mentioned multiple times now, like these are people buying medical amounts of things and not having any proper dose usage. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not like, um, it's not like I'm, I, while I am sure you can go out onto the street and buy benzos from someone illegally, uh, it's not like that's, that's quite as common in drug circles. Um, as, as other types of party drugs. So you have this very specific class of drug user that is, you know, essentially, like we said, like they get funneled into the forums like this because where else are they going to go? They all want to talk to people like each other. Right. They get um, their drugs on the computer. So they're going to do yeah, their drugs on the computer. Yeah, they would, they would never, they, they're not like going to parties with these drugs. They're doing them in their, in their uh, living rooms and having a blast in their, mm -hmm. in their own heads. You don't need to go out when that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it is this very like this is the type of stuff that growing up like I never would have heard about this type of drug use as a kid, even with anti-drug campaigns. It's not. It's simply not. Uh, uh, what's the word? There's there's not enough of it happening anywhere. Yeah. And until we until we get places like this, until we get little. That's why it's fun to talk about something like the juice threat. Is it's so out of left field. Um, compared to what we kind of actually know about, you know, to what we're fed growing up through anti-drug propaganda um, and to, to most of our, you know, lived experiences. I, I, I frankly don't have many friends that were involved in this type of a world. So it is very, you know, slightly voyeuristic to be reading this 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 forum thread in a way that's pretty natural, I think. I, for me, um, I, again, Hillbilly, I was never that far away from hard drugs. Uh the more interesting phenomena for me isn't that it's an outside looking in one outside of, yeah, hard drugs. But uh, it's also weird that I think, I think there's like a type of person super into sex that is unlikable in certain ways. We call them sex nerds. Sure. And so you would figure someplace like something awful would have its own sort of pathology of like a drug nerd, but instead you you learn the the same fallibility uh, applies to everyone in a flat way uh, when it comes to direct engagement with something like it doesn't it doesn't like take away how much of a fucking nerd you are, uh, but in this instance uh, the flattening effect is immediate. There is. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no one that doesn't sound like like a a with with the exception of the people that apparently have very heightened responses but only do shit in their own house uh it feels very it takes you out of the picture it's so weird the mm. intellectualizing on these threads sounds like someone going through the bargaining stages of death it was actually half juice, uh, a little bit of me, but that chair was fucked up. And it's like, no, no. I, when we start getting to like having four to five to six on those lists, you keep making at some at some point, it's more the juice. It's than pretty much just all be of the your juice. fucked up chairs. <laughs> it's going to be always the juice. And I, I think Lord. that this this seems to be a known drug in Europe. It it does seem to be a drug that you know that is the is, other thing, yeah. Done in clubs and and just for fun and is kind of around in a way that it's not here. Um. So there, one one of the the things that we sort of skipped over while we were you know following Brukaki and CSS and Askaper, <laughs> um, is this poster called Underflow who is in contact with a friend of his from Ukraine and her name is Zina. Zina uh, had long conversations with uh, Underflow about her experiences with Phenazepam and somehow she got embedded with a Ukrainian EMT ambulance crew. And she related these stories just sort of as an oral history over the phone to her friend, Underflow, who transcribed all of them as best as he could. And uh, he posted them in, in the juice thread. And it was 
some of the best, you know, literature writing that, that came out of this thread. Um, it, it is truly fear and loathing type stuff. Uh, you know, I, I can't read it all, obviously, but there, there I, I'm trying to find like just a, just, just a sample. Um, I'm looking the, the, at one right now. Oh yeah. You've got something you like. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll let you pick yours. Okay. Um, so the, the ambulance crew is called to an apartment to pick up a patient who is having some sort of crisis and, and whatever the, the emergency is, is not made clear. They're just supposed to show up. So they, they show up to what I imagine is a Ukraine, you know, block apartment brutalist. Zena says, you've never seen an apartment as filthy as this guy's place. He had a pig in there and two dogs, though they were all quiet and didn't bother us. There was this gunk on the floor that looked like a mix of dust, spilt food, booze, and animal excrement. The guy had a fridge covered in Esso stickers and a sofa cut in two to make two chairs. X, one of the ambulance guys, had another bottle in his hand, so I thought he was going to put it into the patient again. But Y pulled liquid from it, Y is the other ambulance guy, in a big syringe, and he and X took the guy's trousers, sweatpants actually, used for doing lots of sweating in, I think. They were the same color as the stretcher, which was described as a disgusting yellow-brown. Took his sweatpants off and stuck the syringe up his bum. I don't know if they actually diagnosed the man with anything, but I was behind on the stairs because I wasn't sure whether to get any deeper into the stink. Why said this guy looked like a troublemaker? Big guy, for sure. So we gave him a double dose of Tip X, which is what they called Phenazepam. Why up the bum? Why said it was to show who's boss. So this is, I mean, I've read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and this is it. This, this just sort of insane, continuing narrative of, <laughs> like, Lemony Snicket-style horrible things happening for no reason. Um, she says earlier in the story that X, who drives the ambulance, never takes it out of second gear. He calls it combat driving. And there's just these, these wonderful little details about about it all, and it it goes on for 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 pages. Um, it's it's really incredible. We should put a link to the someone has archived it on GitHub of yeah, all places. I have the uh, I have the archive up. It's actually the yeah, it's just pure text, but. Um... We can definitely include that. I just love this little tidbit of they're going over a list of names for different drugs. And she says, I'll give you the equivalent names because generics have different names here. You've got Xanax, Prozac, Librium, Valium, and what you call the juice. The, <laughs> apparently the worker apparently the worker who had it called it, in his own language, brain wipe. <laughs> Holy shit. So we may not have the best nickname for this drug. I was about to say. It might be better once in other languages, because uh, imagine intense. someone handing you that shit and going, hey, take this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, every time we, 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 we sort of undo another wrinkle, it sounds more and more science fiction-y to me. Not mm -hmm. in that I doubt it, in that it it so clearly exists and in such a pronounced way that you you don't <laughs> brain brain white versus the juice uh as a dichotomy that can happen internationally um 
I think one of them underflow is the person uh he's relating the, he's the guy transcribing all of this transcribing yeah. uh so here's one i transcribed and translated the talk from german dialect uh and then some anecdotes about this italics are mine okay listen i promised them to not use this they gave me the money back and all for obvious reasons but i really regret it i had to tell boop and boop four times and they wet themselves from laughing each time so i'm sure i could sell it all right so these guys were going to let me slip between them or sit with them between 1 a.m and 5 a.m they had this old mercedes lorry with a big bench in the front that was an excuse for groping oh sorry hand slipped off the stick blah blah but x the big guy at least 120 kilograms. Well, Never shifted gears, actually. Just did everything in second. In his words, combat driving. Oh, my God. I'm not rereading what you read, am I? Or is it just... Uh, just that bit. I just oh. referred to it. Oh, 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 okay, good Lord. Oh, sorry. I got on just around the corner. <laughs> sorry. I got on just around the corner from what they called the multi-purpose emergency center and why joined us two streets further on that guy looked exactly like the jealous guy in the amelie plane film with the laundry f- iron face Ex- Does anyone understand that reference Does he's mean- trying to he's trying to say that uh he looked like uh a- does she mean amelie like the the movie amelie yeah i in the so. Amelie, Amelie Poulain film, I don't know who Amelie Poulain is. With the laundry. Oh, it is. It's face. called. It's that's the name of it in other languages. Oh. I, mean, that's her, yeah, I just googled that shit. With the laundry okay. iron face. Just talking about Amelie. Got it. X okay. was like one of those American wrestlers with no brow and tiny ears. <laughs> Say he was in the army, but the way he fucked up later, I wasn't so sure. Uh, apparently, it escalates from that point. Uh, but yeah, this just I uh, sometimes you know you got to be reminded that Europe is straight different. Yeah, it's different over there, especially the um the Eastern Bloc, like of you, course, yeah, Ukraine. That's it's yeah. a, a, an inc- insanely different culture. Um, I mean that's something I, I get a lot out of like reading old Russian literature is this there, there is a lot of that classic Europeanism is it in it that we do understand but then there's the I don't want to call it Russianism because you know it it includes other countries but I guess in the case of Russian literature there's I think the that that humorous website the toast did a, a russian novel article and one of the things they said is you know the, the the theme of the great russian novel is uh it is very cold out and love does not exist also and that's <laughs> that is the feeling that you get from reading this stuff um even these ukrainian ambulance stories i get that that sense of just unrelenting um hardship uh Werner Herzog did that movie was it called Happy People uh, that was filmed in um it was in the Arctic Circle I think it might have been Siberia I can't remember but he talks about just the 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 people who who live there you know um 
either indigenously or yeah. the, the very early European people who live settlers. in the taiga the taiga people exactly so that's not not exactly the same thing as as we're seeing here in in Ukraine but there is definitely kind of an Eastern Bloc feel to this mm-hmm. stuff that is uh so good and just so different as far as I know Xena never did anything with this stuff I mean in in 2009 um she didn't want anybody to talk about it right but it, it has been archived but you know I don't I don't think she ever turned this into a book or anything but I mean on the other hand how would we even hear about it <laughs> you know sure sure yeah it could have been you know maybe she got a European magazine article or something cool like that. Yeah. Um, but it's it will definitely be included with the episode. It is a it is a very text dense link. There is yeah. quite a bit to explore in there. Um, that is just pure transcription. So that's pretty cool. Um, a good deep dive for people that are interested in a little bit more of this madness. So can I recommend to follow it? Absolutely. So after you read that, go try yeah. driving your car in, your car in second gear for like. A good like 30 minutes maybe like 3 a.m it's fucking fun it's just yeah. a good fucking time yo for real i only drive <laughs> i only drive manuals um all of my cars have been manual so i you know i'm, I'm a big low gear i just assume it's hard in the rear somewhere i endorse it i really do it once 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 you've you've experienced that control of the vehicle it's kind of hard to go back to to automatic something very intimidating about a large eastern european man who never stops his car no right and he's he's completely obliterated from schnapps and finazepam yeah. and, and other people's lives are in his hands yes yeah There's a lot like... of food in those stories there's more eating than than i usually see in drug stories um that sort of Eastern European uh, sausages and cheese and soup and oh man, they, they, they're always eating when they're I want it out there too. Yeah, we don't we don't really have a big food culture here for drugs except for weed. I mean, weed is the that's that's yeah, food drug. Yeah, I barely. I was barely gonna say counts. yeah, weed, weed, and even I certain was, types uh, of alcoholic uh, incorporate would, like food into their sort yeah. of passive oh, definitely, yeah. i feel like these dudes are just eating because like they're what are essentially like emts right they're probably just sitting around waiting in between mm-hmm. uh in between assignments i'd be getting hella late night snacks in that situation mm-hmm. especially with all the good late night eastern european or european food that they would have hopefully over there yeah i i'm trying to think of any drugs i would want to like close my list out on i think like acid and uh i don't know maybe dmt once before i die but like closer towards the die end of things just so it's like uh well once you get old once you get, past you get some DMT age, for like all bets are off yeah like yeah michelle i think that's literally when you die yeah, yeah, we wrote I about think that's this. Every human's bit. one dose of free DMT. Yeah, I was about to say we literally wrote this into a comic, which is that yeah, this is a this is a DMT uh, induced experience that uh, you see as the light of the end of the tunnel. You know, it's your death. I'm gonna guess it's pretty exciting, but also probably a bit of a bummer because uh, you're gonna die. 
but you know, depending on whether you're you're a theist or not, maybe you'll have less worries. Right, going I got a couple there, other. I got That's the only high I worry uh, about. here for you. Um, uh, first, I'd recommend up, on my drug list uh, melatonin. It's good for sleeping. Don't take a lot of high dose. Um, you want to stay around one to two milligrams, so cut those pills up. They really sell you a really inappropriate dose amount. You always have crazy dreams, get really sweaty, so cut it down. Get those fucked up melatonin dreams. That's true. They they sell it in much. I don't know why they. It feels like a waste of correct. I don't understand the marketing behind it, or maybe the dreams are like so. People are like, mm mm mm. I like that. People just think for, for drugs, more is better. So they see the yeah, two bottles yeah. the and they're like, should I get one milligram or 10 milligram? And they get 10. But yeah, it's all, all of the research on, on melatonin is with like one what? milligram doses. And and did I miss yeah, the, the, the DIY segment about Phenazepam earlier when I wasn't here? Yes. Well, yeah. The, yeah. the DIY part is you you order it from the internet. Okay. Your own the DIY part was paper distribution and, yeah. solutions. The whole, and, the whole the whole thread. And then sell it yourself. The whole thread is people DIYing every single dose of phenazepine they get. Yeah. Very much. Good. There's no uh, there's no dealers. Themselves. They're ordering it from websites. Combo synth. Get in, Jesse. I've I've made ten milligrams, and now I don't know who's benjamin's pants are mm -hmm. uh sort of shit so yeah. the uh the the postscript for this is that on november 23rd 2009 cascading style sheet started a new topic in the crackhead clubhouse topic regarding forums member css body of post some of you here may have known of forums user cascading style sheet and seen some of his posts regarding the use of the drug phenazepam Using too much of the drug could cause blackouts and unexplainable behaviors among even the most cautious people, as you are aware. Concern began to grow for him as he would begin to forget days at a time, and his behavior became more and more erratic. No one knew who might come of this, and we were reluctant to intervene. Many days ago, another member, I believe another member, Bukaki, was also found dead. My brother disappeared on Thursday, 23rd GMT, was found early next morning face down, drowned in a puddle in a Burger King parking lot, so I decided to write this. You should all excessive caution when using this drug, as its effects are not entirely known. Brothers are dying left and right, and yet use of this drug continues. All I ask is to be careful with yourselves and sete safe. Lives do not need to be lost to this drug. Let me say one thing in closing. Stay safe and read between the lines. Thank you. User was banned for this post. Oh my god. Now, if you uh, are reading this post on your screen... And notice that there are a lot of interesting line breaks. Uh, every one of those sentences that I just said will exist on a different line break and start with specific letters. These letters are S U C K M Y B A L L S. Oh my God. CSS is not dead. He is trolling. <laughs> God. Um, so. <laughs> what an insanely like oh, what, a, what a thing to cook up if yep. you're that guy if you're yep. css like what a thing I'm... the first the, the first two replies 
are, this has been a pretty tough couple of months. Take it easy, all of you guys. R.I.P. Second post. CSS Brew and my friend Keith this week so far? I fucking hate the winter. So people are falling for it. Yeah. Like, they really yeah. think he's dead. Because people keep fucking dying in TCC. Because well, it's, it's believable, I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, precedent. And, that, uh, that's the thing. Uh, and also, these people are continuously, like, the whole... The whole of TCCC is people, or TCC is people going, yeah, my buddy died. And then a bunch of other people going, well, stay safe out there, everybody. And nobody actually, yeah, and nobody actually, like, cold. doing anything preventative. Just a million, like, stay safe out there. And yeah, and, and the goondolences and the like. It's like, all these dudes think they're invincible. And when one of them dies, none of them look up and go, oh, that could be me. They all go, oh, that's the guy that, 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 that guy's a, an outlier. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. Anyway, people eventually start posting, you know, I this is there's a hidden message, you guys. Oh, you've really been taken in this time. And yeah, so he's I think he was banned for this. And then there's there's a difference on something awful between banned where you can't post anymore, but you can reactivate your account by paying another 10 bucks and perma ban where you have to make a whole just out. new yeah. account. Yeah. So he hit CSS does not have a good rap sheet. Um, he has been banned and probated quite a bit. So that, and it, you know, it pretty much like petered out. That's kind of how, how threads go on forums. There's usually no, you know, yeah, big, there's uh, no, there's no big inciting moment. There's no grand no. end to the juice thread. No. People just kind of walked away from it or presumably, uh, stopped posting about it because <laughs> they're too juiced out. <laughs> I have not heard about Phenazepam recently i don't know if anybody no. uses it anymore i only hear people bring it up in the context of this thread yeah for the most part yeah um i i don't doubt you could find it and get it i don't doubt you could find a different drug form where people are talking about it but it certainly seems like you know maybe something to the degree of this this thread becoming a little bit of an online um uh whatever you want to call it kind of a uh shared experience of people laughing at it people people not laughing at it you know um the fact that we're all still talking about it here in this podcast maybe that itself has been somewhat of a of a preventative thing for for people that would have rather or would have um, Don't go that tried far, the juice buddy. yeah people that maybe people what i'm saying is maybe the people that would have potentially tried it instead found this thread and went mm -hmm. ooh. <laughs> yeah there is that there is that. like there is like there is that level of it of it being I think like um, if I had previously been half and half on it, I certainly would know what my decision was after reading all these experiences. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't checked, but maybe this is maybe this has got some good SEO for for Phenazepam. Maybe if you That's Google Phenazepam, yeah. maybe it pops up. Uh, there's 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 one more um, uh, drug cop story that I really like about that the guy oh, in Louisiana sure. who was who was dealing with finazepam users he says uh, and this is this is k lobstar uh on on twitter he says a soldier on our base went missing after ordering hundreds of dollars worth of finaz and when we finally found him he had dug himself a world war ii style entrenched fighting position in the national forest nearby and was missing two fingers <laughs> the war the war <laughs> The war never those ended fingers, for me. Those fingers More just speed. couldn't stick around. Holy he had to keep going. Reaction with the shovel. Yeah. 
it does seem like one of these things that has been known for a while. You know, it's yeah. covered across different the article, um, at least spanning last decade, like, I guess, decades, like every now and one. then. Right, exactly, exactly. But but clearly, usage is not wide enough to elicit any type of um, you know, except in small cases like Louisiana, to elicit any type of actual uh outlaw in it. Oh yeah, uh, that's that's the weird thing. Uh, beyond our obviously the last four years onward is the synthesis of all technology towards its worst end. What's interesting is. I immediately think of what, at least the timeline I'm given here, I immediately think of bath salts after uh, right. uh, that. And then uh, basically from there, the large scale doling out of uh, of Oxy and basically painkillers becoming a massive, massive problem pretty much everywhere. Uh, I mean... Yeah, mapping it, mapping it to society at large, and not thinking of it as a weird. Uh, it, it seems more like a subculture issue that has its own sort of half life. Uh, it's interesting now, uh, seeing. I guess DIY drug culture, uh, yeah, again being used for like a defined clinical end with good outcomes and then in insanely destructive uh, <laughs> components like we see here. And I mean, I almost sort of wonder like what the, per the new permutations will be. And I mean, there's always chemicals being, made in labs that other people are trying to figure out what are the legal ones to, to order. Um, yeah. What are the good ones that are, you know, medically available, but not crazy known as street drugs, etc. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a, there's, there's a four loco type drink called juice. I see here. Oh, right. That is. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's I think a, that's the only other thing to use the name, a streamer called the juice <laughs> and it looks like uh a, a an indie brewery company has made a pale ale called the juice <laughs> i mean that's the cultural milestones you can only get after that sort of thread uh, it is funny it is funny i do wonder if the person who named the uh the fucking four loco variant <laughs> had any clue as to what he was naming it after. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how much cachet this. I has. mean, it is just like it, it's not hard to just spell juice, you know, right, like a, in a dumb way, right, mm -hmm. for marketing purposes. So there's always that. But it is it is like you know, I'm not saying four loco is anywhere near a benzo, but it was certainly something with that cultural cachet of. Uh, this thing will fuck you up and you will not remember what you did. Mm -hmm. Apparently the next, the next phase of that was them taking out like, uh, the supplemental crap, right? Wasn't that no, part it's, of it? It's the caffeine. You can no longer caffeine. make, yeah, you can no longer like, they don't, they quite literally do not make them like they used to. Um, you can't what, get the caffeine because of the, the way the caffeine activated it. It probably entered your bloodstream faster. Is that right? 
I mean, it's it's classic of mixing upper and downers. And mm. realistically, it was it was due to a number of college students, I think, who had abused the drink and, and, and obviously bad things happened from there. That was what incited the law to pass. Because before that, no one cared. No one, I mean... It's kind of silly. You know, I mean, I think it's just basically I agree. A vodka Red Bull in a can, right? Literally, literally, yes. The That's advent it. of the advent of of caffeinated alcoholic drinks obviously has been around for a while. It was just when we started packaging them in a can mm-hmm. and selling them as very in you know, giant cans, admittedly, like twenty four ounce motherfuckers that are like eleven percent alcohol, and selling them to college students. <laughs> um, that yeah. it became something noticeable to the FDA. Let's say. So again, that is that's kind of an issue of like, you know, if if X percent more people were tripping out on on phenazepine, we would have the FDA involved in something like this. But because yeah. it is just this 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 seemingly it pretty small sample size, I think that's why we're you know, why it's just not uh heavily enforced, I would guess, you know. Well, all right. Uh to sort of wrap it up tonight. It's been great thinking about uh, people destroying their bodies, uh, their <laughs> minds, uh, several bones, uh, several many, fingers, many relationships in their lives, uh, becoming uh, deeply alienated and, in some cases, dead. Uh, I think, I think these things shouldn't be mapped to larger, overarching social phenomena outside of uh i don't know maybe the more general thought that uh when the outside world isn't something you can control boy howdy can you try to control and tame that within your own sphere uh in in this case just your drug use and (laughs) extrapolating that uh, um engaging with that with others and just going on going on off and christ uh becoming a drug dealer uh, i guess it's it, it, the scope of this is is very hard to understand for me but uh just smoke something normal like weed just do that <laughs> if it doesn't work for you uh You'll never have any of these very interesting stories. You, also, uh, you don't have to or, be, or die. If you're a drug dealer, uh, at least one person don't opinion. use it because then you're just a merchant because it's legal. Uh, so you know, if you're just selling it, yeah, seven day business. Just Tony Mon, as Tony that's Mon, just, that's Mon, just drop Tony maybe has said, maybe you all have this drug though. Supply. Life, uh, <laughs> live life to the fullest. <laughs> yeah no go on clearly you're excited you have a lot to say uh, about life live every day like it. it's not your last you know just be kind of normal be in the middle uh don't don't take too much be normal just fucking just be normal just chill out just, just, just starbucks workers screaming there. at connor o'malley be normal all right. I, I say every day, pockets. every day I log in and I see my Twitter notifications, and that's all I think. Just can you just be normal? Just be normal. Just, just be normal. Out. Just do do normal drugs. Uh, have a very boring, inconsequential life. Like maybe make small talk with someone uh, while you're buying groceries. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
do not put a single bullet into the chamber of a, a six shooter, Yosemite Sam style and spin it around and, and like fire it at a wall. Don't do that. Uh, I was about to say, what Yosemite Sam cartoons have you been watching where he does Russian roulette to himself? <laughs> look, man, they rebooted it again. It goes places. Yosemite's, uh, they did him Yosemite Sam style. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just do do normal drugs. Don't do scary drugs. Uh, That's a good way to leave be it. Be normal. Don't, don't do crack. <laughs> don't do crack cocaine. Many people we don't will judge ask you if you do. Many people will ask not actionable you advice. Firm no. Uh, on that note, uh, as always, we got uh, Jake, we got Ruben, and Eliza Gager. I'm Michelle Perez. Don't smoke crack. Uh, and this has been working on it. <laughs> That's it. Hey!